Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. It is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. This is number 126 of the show. And coming up on today's show, PlayStation has announced a loyalty rewards program. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, is raising the price of their VR headset, the Quest 2. And opening night live is happening at the end of next month alongside Gamescom. Uh, so all that and more in just a bit. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Alan Busby. We Alan. survived. We survived. The di- we, we survived. We it's, the, it's the Digimon survive. If you, if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, so you guys may have noticed that we did not do an episode last week. Uh, Alan, you were feeling under the weather. Ignacio was out on vacation. Gina was still dead to, to us. Um, I, <laughs> I was dead. the only one left, and it just didn't feel the same. Um, so we we postponed. Uh, here we are this week, thinking we'd have all three of us uh, back <laughs> on the show. Unfortunately, Ignacio has COVID. He tested Ouch. positive uh, this this week. I, I guess yesterday, uh, which is why we then postponed to today because i was also super busy yesterday blah 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 they 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 say that uh they say that the more positive of a mindset you have the easier it is for covid to seek you out so ignacio was so positive on digimon survive and all these games coming out that covid just targeted him it was like he's positive we got him there you go there you go uh let's see here what what let's so we are a little bit crunched for time uh, Just a little. today i i have a hard out i'm actually gonna go see another movie uh Ooh. this this week i'm about to go see elvis oh we saw that we saw that actually what'd you think uh you know i don't know much about elvis but i actually thought it was really good i was not excited for the movie at all like i was not like oh my god i don't want to go see it but it was actually a really good watch I'm expecting it to just be like a spectacle, just like it's going to look fantastic. Because that's what Baz Luhrmann does with all of his movies. They just look insane. I mean, it's 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 good. I, like I said, I, I don't I, Amy's the one that wanted to watch it. I didn't know much about Elvis. And even I thought it was a, a good ride. Cool. Well, I'm actually about this after the podcast today. I'm actually going to start watching The Boys. Oh, yes. Enjoy it. It is so good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch, start watching that today. Mm-hmm, indeed. Uh, well, let's move things right along since we are crunched for time and hop into what we've been playing. Uh, real quick, Sam is in our chat. It's mentioned that our invite link for Discord is not working. Sam, I will message you one after this. Uh, so we can get you in and then I'll I'll fix that as soon as possible. Nice. Uh, but yeah, what we've been playing. Alan, let's start with you, man. So I I'm only going to mention a, a minor one because um, I, I did. We did save money. We actually got the premium PlayStation Plus to get stray. Mm-hmm. We got stray for only eleven dollars because I upgraded nice. to premium. Nice. And because of that, I can now play all these old games. And I wanted to refill out my trophy list by collecting my trophies in Devil May Cry 3 on the PS3. And let me tell you, um, did PlayStation actually kind of get their streaming service together? Because I do notice sometimes I'll have like stuttering when I'm playing the game, but it's not it's not so frequent. They're so bad that I'm like, oh, God, it's fucking unplayable. Like, it's still not a smooth experience, but it's it's actually playable which Dead. i was stepping which the right I was, direction which i was not expecting it to be That's um good. but yeah it's actually pretty good it actually has a unique feature i didn't know existed where if i boot up the, the stream game and say i like go to the bathroom and i go grab like a snack from the kitchen if you leave the game inactive just long enough it auto shuts down because it it makes room for the server for other people to play games which i'm like Wow, that's actually a really good idea to just if people are if people are AFK, just boot them up, just shut the game down. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it sucks if you don't save then you're like, oh, fuck, now I lost my progress. But but uh, good for the server, because then it makes the experience just and I played this at different times. I played one um, like when I got home in the morning at like 6 a.m. I played one at like 3 p.m. one day. 
I okay, played so one at 7 yeah. p.m. and I haven't really had any issues at any time of the day yet. That's good. So it's the streaming is actually like Usable? not not garbage. Interesting. And it's you were the cut. one that, that like a couple weeks ago was like, it's going to yeah. be garbage. It's going to be yeah. so bad. Yeah, there's literally <laughs> a clip where I played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the PS when it was PS now. And it was just straight fucking ass. Yeah. But here's the crappy part. <laughs> the streaming service actually kind of works. I went back to Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. You can't play it because it was only on PS Now. It's not on the new service. I can't play it. Now I'm like, what the fuck? Sonic Cooper's not on there? What the hell, man? <sighs> Anyways. What, what Sony giveth, Sony also taketh. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> it's good that it's, it's at least working for that one. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that's, that's that. Other than, other than that, Kyle, you and I have both played Stray. We sure have. What have you? You so you have two cats? Is that right? Yeah. Yes, we have two cats. Okay. So we have I, two as well. So I feel like Kyle, you and I are already technically biased into like baseline liking straight because of that. Um, I already planned it, and honestly, I can see both arguments. I I put on Twitter when I planned on the game. I think Stray is a fine game. I don't think Stray's gameplay loop and its actual like overall package is i hit the wrong button no, i have a habit of doing it's this over. this is the third time i've done it on a podcast the, the podcast is the over button the podcast, podcast is, is ending i need to no. move the button or <laughs> stick it inside a folder so when i hit it it won't like automatically start the, the uh, end thing and just cut us off and do all that stuff so we'll be back in just a sec okay we are yeah. back. Let me bring this back oh, up and I'll hit hi. the right button this time. Uh, so that sh- the trailer for Stray can play in the back around while we talk about this. Keep hitting that damn wrong button. Well, anyways, Kyle, anyways. Yeah. So before you decided to preemptively end the stream by accident, I want to say that, like, I... I personally think Stray's gameplay loop and everything else isn't actually doesn't have a whole lot of staying power. And I put this on Twitter. Yeah. Stray doesn't have a lot of staying power. Like when I feel like when you beat it, there's not really any incentive to go back and play it to discover new things or anything else. And I think that's fine. Like there are a lot yeah. of games that are just a playthrough once experience. So I understand why people will say that Stray's not really a great game. I agree and disagree. I think you have to go into Stray with expectations of knowing what you're getting. I know people have complained, oh, it's a four-hour game, it's 30 bucks. I don't like putting a price tag on how much games cost because you should know what you're paying for. Like some people think that 30, I I think the $30 Stray experience was, is worth it. Like if I didn't do premium, I would have been, I would have been fine with that because the amount of money I put in is the experience that I want. But like I said, Stray, not a lot of staying power, but the core experience, I think, is super adorable. It's fun. It's I feel like if you're not a cat fan or a cat owner, you don't get as much enjoyment out of the game. Like, I feel like if you're like, yeah, cats are OK. I'm a dog person. This isn't you probably won't really like how cute the game is. But being a cat owner, I thought I thought the cat was just the most adorable thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed playing this. Uh, like you said, it's a real short g- game. I don't think the mechanics or the gameplay is really anything revolutionary. I don't think no. the graphics are anything to like write home about and be like, oh, my God, mom, video games. Look, this is amazing. the future. Yeah, uh, I, it's it's pretty standard for a lot of stuff, but it, I think it's a good experience of, yeah. of that. I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I liked just doing cat things like each rug that you could go scratch on i was just like oh i have to scratch it even though there's like no reason to like actually scratch them unless there's maybe a trophy there's a a trophy for scratching once in every chapter yeah yeah so like i I, I, like besides that there's no real reason to do it uh, other than to just there do cat things. It's right? it's it's the it's the joy of like you're you're traversing the world and you can jump up on a railing and, and walk along that. You can walk yeah. on the road or you can walk on the railing. It doesn't do anything, but you're like, but you're like, but why wouldn't I climb on this higher railing for some ungodly reason? I don't know why. 
oh yep like exactly. i'm in a cutscene. i'm in a cutscene, and i can just meow do i need to no but you know why not why why not meow why why not <laughs> exactly like they're like there there is an appeal in that that i think makes it really really fun and i like that uh just because the mechanics aren't anything re- revolutionary like you said mm-hmm. it's only a four-hour g- game so it doesn't overstay its welcome uh, yeah i think it's also like constantly introducing like one more new gameplay thing mm-hmm. as it g- g- goes along right you start with the exploration then you get to the town you can start exploring and doing some side quests then, for then you a have like these high that, then you have like these like these like chase high octane sections to break up the pace yeah after, after that you get some like action and ho- horror stuff mixed in the air the whole thing has like a cyberpunk feeling to yeah. it um yeah i mean there there is a story in there again i don't think it's fantastic or anything I, but for like like it just feels good to play for four hours I don't I don't this isn't this isn't like a one for one, because obviously in the game, you get a robot that can then translate to the robots or to you what the robots are saying. Uh, At least when I played it, my second playthrough when I was collecting everything, it kind of reminded me of like Uncharted 2 kind of remember that part where Nathan and Tenzin are kind of working together, but they can't communicate effectively. Mm -hmm. It kind of gives me that same vibe where like, yes, you understand what the robots are saying and what they're doing. But the robots can't understand you. So you, in a way, have to communicate to them by your actions, which kind of gives that same feel of like you can't effectively communicate. So you communicate through how you interact with the world. And I just thought that was like a cool little experience. It, it reminded me of that, like nonverbal way of communicating you, the player in the game. Yeah. In its mechanics. Yeah. I, I would like them to, to do some kind of second game not necessarily a sequel but just like a stray to or something like it that pushes it further i would like to see more cat things that you can do just tapping something with your your foot instead of just completely knocking it off or pooping somewhere in (laughs) like a letter but not once do you poop in this game as a cat and that's all that cats do is they they sleep and they meow and they scratch and they poop Right. I can't I can't I can't believe you legit want Annapurna to add a dedicated poop button. We need 100 percent more pooping in this game. (laughs) Metal Gear Solid had it. Why does not this game? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. My my last thing is like the story isn't really in depth, but like somehow the story itself somehow like keeps your attention because like it has this mystery, but doesn't ever actually answer it, which I feel adds to the intrigue of the world. Yeah, there, there's some stuff in there between the la 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 yeah. lines, but uh, yeah, good game. Yeah, I, I I liked it. I mean, if it's not for you, that's fine. Not every game has to be for everybody, but that's just the joy of the world we live in now where games can be for anybody. Indeed. Uh, so the next game that I've been playing, let me pull this one up on screen as well. Uh, I bought yeah. Live Alive on my Switch. Um, yeah. I'm not super far in the game. I played for about five hours so far, uh, but it's pretty cool so far. Uh, if you guys are unfamiliar with this game, this is a Super Nintendo game that was only released in Japan uh, back in the 90s. Uh, and then uh, they they remade the game in this like HD 2D kind of art style Um this was the game that inspired Octopath Traveler, uh, and now they're remaking it in a similar art style. It's not exactly the same art style, but it's very c- close. Um, but yeah, there's seven different characters. Uh, you can pick whichever one you want to start with. And Sam uh, in in the in the chat chat here is you play as a shitty, horny little caveman. He's g- great. Um, <laughs> and yes, that that is the one that I actually started with. <laughs> the horny caveman. Um, I, yeah, you just play these little vignettes. Uh, there's one. Yeah, you're a caveman. There's one. You're a ninja. There's one. You're a robot in the future. Uh, there's one in modern day times. There's all sorts of stuff. Uh, but the gameplay is pretty cool. Uh, if you're into the 
kind of tactic style turn-based RPGs uh, this combat might be for you. It's pretty neat. It is still on a weight bar, though, so people can move around kind of on their own, um, de de depending on all of that stuff. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm also not super far in, though, so can't say mm. too much yet. Um, but See, I, seems I like the... I like the RPG so aspect, but I don't I don't I don't tend to like tactic style games like I don't like things like Fire Emblem and stuff like those games are never really quite for me. Yeah, personally. it's, it's, it's interesting. Tough. I think because of the weight bar thing, it makes it different. Yeah, if that makes sense, because like characters aren't static or you don't wait for someone's turn, which they can only move a certain amount because they're a certain class uh stuff like that it's it is a weight like you can move as much as you want all the time but every time you take a step like the weight bars of people yeah. go up so i mean you can like move to a certain square there's a, a certain attacks will be like hey i'll do a, an attack in this spot it, like next time my weight bar goes up and so yeah, you have yeah. to wait. And so you, you can hopefully wait till someone gets in there and it hits them. Or if they're in there and they step out and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Right. Like, you, yeah. you, you know, um, you just messed all all that, 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 that up and it was a waste. But uh, it's yeah, it's it's interesting. I would say check it out. OK. Check I, it out. Yeah, there I'm is, not sure if I'll buy it. If they have a demo, I might check it do. out. But yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. OK. Ooh. They do, and your progress carries over. So if you okay, yeah, like I'll, it, then, I will, yeah. I will probably definitely check out that demo then because I don't know if I want to purchase it. Like, I liked Octopath, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, day one purchase, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what, I've been, what I've been playing. Nice. So there you go. Uh, well, we will take a quick break for some housekeeping uh, and when we come back, we will get into the news of the week. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you all so much. It means a ton. We appreciate it. Uh, cool things that we have been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, just today, we posted a couple things on our YouTube page. We have a spoiler cast for Nope uh, that we put up. I went to go see that. Melissa went to go see that as well. Have, have you seen that one yet? I, I have not. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to go see it or wait till it just comes out to watch it or we don't have to go to the theater because we didn't see us. We didn't watch us. So, so it's not a sequel of of that you don't need to like see all of his, yeah. his extra stuff to do all that this is actually the first jordan peele movie that i went to go see because you guys okay. know me i don't like horror stuff um, yeah and this is the first one that was like that looks cool i want to see that and i thought it yeah. was fanta fantastic uh so we have a full spoiler ca cast up on our youtube channel as well as on podcast feeds for the reactor core uh, and then on the review show, uh, we recently watched a Netflix show that is a German. It's like it's it's a German show, but it's half German, half English uh, called The Billion Dollar Code. 
Uh, and this is about uh, a programmer and an artist in Berlin uh, in the 90s who make Terravision. If you don't know what that is, that's because shortly after they made that, Google came in, stole their code, and put out Google Earth. Uh, and it ate their lunch. And so this is a dramatization of their story and what mm. happened with that. And it was really cool. It was good. Um, but yeah, that's that's up on our YouTube and up on the review show. Uh, and then last but not least on the captain's log, uh, both Melissa and myself made some bingo cards for all the Marvel announcements that are happening or that happened at Comic-Con and will be happening at D23 next month. Uh, so we made those right before Comic-Con. Uh, and man, I was not expecting them to go as hard as they did hmm. in Comic-Con. There was a lot of Marvel announcements. I'm sure we will be talking about that next week as well. I guess we're recording that tomorrow. So, yeah, there, uh, lot, there were a lot of announcements. Oh, Holy yeah. cow. Lots of stuff to check out in the Dade. Uh, but that is about it for housekeeping. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the news. Let's start with some PlayStation news here. Let's talk about that loyalty program. PlayStation Stars is what they call it. Uh, this is coming from the PlayStation blog. Uh, and they write, today, I'm pleased to reveal PlayStation Stars, a brand new loyalty program that celebrates you, the player, for being on this ever-growing gaming journey with us. PlayStation Stars will be free to join when it launches later this year. Once you become a member, you'll, you will earn rewards by completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Our monthly check-in campaign simply requires you to play any game to receive a reward, while other campaigns require you to win tournaments, earn specific trophies, or be the first player to platinum a blockbuster title in your local time zone. Alan, Man. what do you think of this? I, I... I remember hearing about a PlayStation program where you could like earn money back on your trophies. That was like an incentive they had, but I don't think anything came of that. I I kind of like PlayStation Stars because it does incentivize you to actually like be in the community and like play games sure. and do these things. It's just like I feel at least for me, I'm already deep into PlayStation's community, so I feel like this isn't doing much more for me because I've already done so much stuff. But some of these I like, I like the monthly check ins like I kind of like, oh, you boot up your system and it's kind of like, like, I wonder how this works. Is it like monthly check in? Like, say you don't buy like every single game that comes out in a month. Do you, you then have, have to, to buy something? Do you just have to like play like, well, it's like monthly check in or like specific rewards. Like, is it like you have to like play certain games like, oh, you can't play this game. It has to be this month. It's both. It, they, yeah, they, there might there there is the like general like participation. Hey, you check yeah. in and play the game. But there, I'm sure there will be stuff, especially as we we know PlayStation is bulking up their 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 studios to do like multiplayer games yeah. and online stuff. So they could have have things to it, like bolster that game. Like, hey, this month it's now out on PlayStation Plus. Go you know do this thing go do that and you'll you'll get some kind of yeah like, you'll get a gold you get a gold star great like, job I, I think it's good but i don't i don't like at least me personally i don't play like anything multiplayer or even bother with multiplayer games so if there's a lot of like tournaments and events and stuff to do that involves multiplayer games this isn't really exciting to me because I want more like single player stuff. Like, well, I like the sounds like I, that stuff will be there, too. It'll be yeah, like, hey, I like, go kill a million people in uncharted because you're a murderer. Right. And but then I you can. Yeah, I do personally box. like the earning specific <laughs> trophies and being especially being first player to platinum a title in your local time zone, at least a blockbuster title. Yeah, that's pretty cool because that's that's like the incentive for me. But. <sighs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I don't think I'm really going to bother with it. Like I might incidentally use it, but I'm not going to like always check it and be like, oh, my God, I have to get this done, this done, this Mm -hmm. done. Like I'm just going to stick with my trophy incentive. That's just my own personal, you know, dopamine hit. So sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the the interesting thing to me is that platinuming it in your local time zone yeah I, i'm wondering how that works with reviewers like do do they know that hey this code is attached to a certain profile and we can't give them that trophy yeah then? or do we just do they still get the points if they platinum it but it's we don't count them in the like whole thing like how, yeah how I, does I, would, that work? I would i would I would say if you're given a review copy of a game, I feel like they have to have a list. So if you're given a review copy, they have to kind of X your name from the list, because if you get the game early, they have to kind of remove you from the running. But and I don't think reviewers would do this because they're so busy anyways. Imagine they get a game like two weeks early. They platinum it before the game launches. They're not they don't get the incentive because they got the review copy. But if they played the game a brand new account or whatever on like the day the game comes out and then they they're the first to platinum it that's fine but it has to be from release day not not like oh you yeah. had the review copy you know yeah um I, I i'm pretty sure xbox already has some kind of reward program thing i think nintendo does too if nothing else i know they have those like Doesn't, gold coins that you yeah, get see, i think like, i think nintendo's incentive is the gold coins review buy so if you earn like points or something in their eShop yeah um so that stuff is already out there for xbox and nintendo it's good that playstation has something i think but i i I don't i'm not even a trophy hunter so if they can't hook me in with that then yeah it's just like all right sweet if i get like three bucks off of the next game that i buy because i've been playing something sweet but that's not you know yeah, I, I haven't really Not seen really many people me. even excited about this. Like, it's cool, yeah. but I don't see like any hype around like, oh, my God, finally, there's an incentive program. Like, sure, I guess. Well, in that spirit, let's move on to some Xbox news. Xbox is getting Discord support. Uh, this is also coming from Xbox's website and their blog. And they write, get ready to connect with your Discord friends and communities on Xbox. Discord voice chat is coming to your Xbox Series X and and Xbox One consoles. You will be able to chat with anyone on Discord via voice channels or group calls directly from your console, making it easy to connect with friends across mobile, Xbox, and PC. The update will start rolling out to Xbox Insiders today. This was a couple days ago when they posted this, uh, and will be available soon for everyone. Uh, I I love I love when all like when everything gets the Discord support like. As I, as time goes on, I use Discord all the time now, and I just love when anything gets Discord support. I feel like it's just such a such a must nowadays. Yeah, what's interesting is that this this kind of support has not been on a console yet. Yeah, Xbox is the first ones to get that. Interestingly enough, PlayStation last year announced a partnership and minority stake, I think, in Discord's parent company last year, something like that, promising some kind of support. The only thing that came from that is if you link your PlayStation account, it will display what game that you're playing here. So, yeah, uh, I know they had that on on Xbox a lot or like longer before that. Yeah, I think. so I, I'm excited to see this start happening. I think this needs to be more of a thing, especially as more and more games start to be cross-platform, cross-play, yeah. all of that stuff. You need some and Discord's kind just, of Discord's just chat. the best place to just have everything as like almost like the, the community center for everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it makes more sense for them to just let Discord handle the chat stuff rather than mm-hmm. them do it. Because if... Th- microsoft i mean they they have like I'm, party chat and stuff i mean we like that but well, so, they would well, then PlayStation have to has party develop chat stuff for, for the playstation right and mm-hmm. vice versa playstation would have and, to develop 
it to work with and, that and we did, and we saw yeah, nintendo's nintendo party chat thing and how like we already we already know how well nintendo handled it so <laughs> honestly guys nintendo xbox playstation guys guys listen just leave it to discord all right just just let let that they, they've been doing it they can do it guys they yeah. got this yeah they got this uh i think this is a good step in the right direction for next gen consoles uh though from what i understand the implementation of this so far maybe not the greatest it's <laughs> kind of like bare minimum version I, of that of like i mean I every, every everything's initial integration is always is always rough it's it always it's always yeah. a rough start but then that the beginning is walks so it can run later on yeah yeah, so hope, hope, hopefully this will uh, pick up some pace and hopefully PlayStation will follow suit. Yeah, with that one. I wish. I hope. Yeah, indeed. Um, moving on to number three on our list here, though. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, uh, is raising the price of the Quest 2 by $100. This is coming from Michael McWhorter at Polygon, who writes... Meta announced Tuesday that the company is adjusting prices on its flagship Quest 2 virtual reality headsets, not to lower the prices of the nearly two-year-old hardware, but to raise them by $100. Starting in August, Meta Quest 2 will cost $399 for the 128-gigabyte model and $499 for the 256-gigabyte model, the company said. On the Facebook store, these models currently go for $299 and $399, respectively. Prices are also going up for MetaQuest 2 accessories and refurbished units, Meta said. So did 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 they just shoot themselves in the foot for like the PSVR 2 to just come in and just swoop the market for anyone that has a PlayStation? I don't know. So here's the thing. I have not bought into VR yet. I don't think it's really ready yet. I know there yeah. are some amazing experiences out there. But when you go to like, what are the top five or the top 10 amazing experiences on VR? There's still stuff on those lists from three years ago. Yeah. Four and years there's, ago. And there's really not even there's not even like a rock solid top 10. It's more like like a top like five to seven. And then once you kind of once you kind of pass top five, you're kind of like, yeah, well, this is a this is an OK thing to get. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like. These this technology, like I'm excited to see it progress, but it's 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 why it's just like I, I don't feel like people are buying them up fast enough. And because of that, developers aren't like investing as quickly and yeah. developing new things. And because there aren't new things, then people aren't just buying it as much uh sam points out in the chat uh it's still probably the cheapest vr headset on the market though um how much does the playstation vr one though that one i know you, it, you have it, to have a playstation for it to hook up yeah it to, shouldn't but. it shouldn't be that much anymore um i don't i don't think it'll be that much anymore i'm trying to look if, it up if really i'm not quick. mistaken i think the PlayStation VR is the cheapest, but the catch is, yeah, you have to already have a PlayStation to hook it up to, uh, yeah. which I guess with a VR rig, you have to have a PC to hook it up to kind of, I think. Uh, but but not... yeah, there's I, I just I, I I know there's also been some stuff with changes to Apple's like privacy so, at the way their ads work. And I know a lot so of it's co not... companies aren't liking that. It's not on like a full on website, but when I go to just shopping, when I do Google, it says um, Amazon, Sony, PlayStation VR headset is three forty nine ninety nine. OK, gotcha. So it's yeah, it's like three fifty. That's on that's on eBay or that's on Amazon. My bad. Yeah. So okay. 
still it's, it's kind of a lot. Yeah, I don't. I, they they cite that God, it's it becoming that more Shit. difficult for them to produce the units. Like the prices are going up, just as everything else is getting more and more expensive. Thanks inflation. Um, uh, I just. But I, yeah, I I just I I don't think this is it. Yeah, this and I move, chief. Like, like, and I and I get that people aren't buying into it, but like, why would you make your older Quest Two just a hundred dollars more expensive? Like, wouldn't you want to just invest money into developers to make better experiences? And then when you make the Quest Three, make that one more expensive. That yeah. way, it's like invest the money into developing those experiences. People start getting hooked on VR and everything else, and then as those games start to roll out, be like, hey. Here's the Quest 3. The Quest 3 is more expensive because now we have these experiences we invested in. Especially with Meta trying to push their Metaverse future yeah. and trying to get people and companies to buy in on that. I don't think raising the price is the thing to do. I would be curious to see what their profit margin is on that if they have one. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd don't know how much money they're making on each uh, thing there, but I would expect them to kind of be, I mean, it's two years old, right? Like maybe they should just be breaking even now if they were selling it at a loss to begin with. But I know it started as the Oculus. That's yeah. I, 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 I'm not even sure what's happening with that, but I, if it, it, it just, to me, it makes more sense to either sell it at a loss and invest in and, the developers hoping to get more people in. And then, yeah, for the Quest 3 to be like, hey, now that you've bought in and we have all these great experiences and people are developing for it, yeah. like, bam, here you go. Here's well, the next step. It's because I feel like if you do sell it at a loss, it does hurt, but it it gets people into the market. Like, I feel like that's the that's the trade off. Yeah, you sell things at a loss, but if you get people in that community, in that environment, and then you make you make better, obviously, content experiences or anything else, people will want the newest, best version of said thing they have. So you get people into the market now you know refine refine the experiences and then have the new cool shiny shit and people are mm -hmm. like oh you know what i want the newest thing then you make more because then people will just buy into the more expensive product exactly exactly so who knows what they're up to over there at least from my perspective it does not look yeah. good um but let's move it on to I, I think it's not good because it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't sound good to us i think that's why it's like it just like Maybe in like a business meeting, it actually makes sense for them. But like the outside looking in, it doesn't make sense. Potentially. So. Yeah. Yeah. Number four on our list. Uh, too bad Ignacio's not here yeah. for this one because the Yakuza games are coming to the PlayStation Plus tiers. Keyword tiers. Yeah. Uh, so this is coming from the PlayStation blog uh, in which they write the acclaimed Yakuza series incorporating uh, the Kazuma Kiryu saga and the latest entry Yakuza like a dragon are coming to PlayStation Plus in 2022. Anyone who's been intrigued by Sega's long running series will be able to experience its signature mix of crunchy combat <laughs> explorable districts mini games and fascinating storylines starting next month yakuza like a dragon joins the playstation plus monthly games lineup in august playstation plus extra and premium members can begin cosmic Kiryu's epic journey through the criminal underworld with Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, and Yakuza Kiwami 2 when the titles launch uh, as part of the August game catalog lineup. And then later this year, for extra and premium members, Kiryu's story continues or con concludes uh, with Yakuza 3 remastered, Yakuza 4 remastered, Yakuza 5 remastered and yakuza 6 the song of life 
Man, what a what a time to be a Yakuza fan. Like if you're going to get into the series, oh, this honestly could not be a better time for you. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I've I've only ever played Kiwami, the first one. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. I want to continue uh, playing them and I will eventually. Um, but <laughs> if, yeah, man, like these these games are good. Check if, them out. If he listens to this, uh, Ignacio, I'm sorry. You're going to pull your hair out right now because haven't um, beaten I haven't beat Yakuza 0. And I think <laughs> I think when I when we hit the next drought of game releases, I'm going to just skip and start like a dragon. Ignacio, I'm sorry, but there's too many Yakuza <laughs> games to play and there's not enough time. So this this is sick, though. I'm kind of bummed. I bought like a dragon, haven't played it. And now it's coming to PS Plus. That's. Kind of an L, but uh, it's kind of my fault for taking so long to play it. So that's kind of my bad. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I, I think this is neat. Uh, I, I hope there are more things like this that happen on these PlayStation Plus mm-hmm. tiers because more things happening like this is just more incentive it, to actually get these tiers. I'm still on the basic ass this bitch one. The- this this is also another thing, too. Like, I know a complaint early on that even I had and people had is that premium is not worth the cost that it is because of the, the lack of content. This still doesn't completely fix it, but this is a step in the right direction by adding yes. so many Yakuza games because premium, it's expensive, but that is a lot of content you're getting for premium. Yeah. So it they are slowly filling out premium to make that high price tag worth it. We're still not there, but we are going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many people, if they haven't signed up, not not only would sign up for, for these ones, but if they put all of the Persona yeah. games on there. Yeah. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Like people would jump on that in a heartbeat. Yeah. So. It. Oh, man. I It's it's good, though. I, I like it. I, I, I applaud the choice. It's really good. For sure. Uh, well, that's all the big news that we got for uh, this, I, I guess, this podcast that covers the past two weeks here <laughs> of gaming news. There's been a lot of real small things. Uh, we're not going to do our lightning round today, mm-hmm. except to mention that Jeff Keighley is doing opening night live on August 23rd. Uh, that is happening yeah. uh, in conjunction with Gamescom this year, as he typically does the 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 opening ceremony. Jeff Keighley's one night stand. <laughs> and hopefully right. some uh, some good announcements from Gamescom. Yeah, hopefully we'll see. We'll see what the deal is with that. Uh, but let's move on to our new and notable section. All right. Well, this this week's coming to a close and we got the two the two big batters up. We have first up, depending on your preference, Digimon Survive finally launches after all this time for PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC on July 29th. Finally, you guys will shut up about this. We finally survived Digimon Survive. It survived to release this Friday. I don't want to hear any more about this game. Uh, you're going to hear about it. You're going to hear about it next week when I play I know, all right? fucking weekend. Um, next up, we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3 for the Switch on also July 29th. That's some stiff composition there. Just going to say it. Digimon comes out on more platforms. Technically, that one's more accessible. But, uh, you know, it, who's to say? I'm curious to see which one will have bigger sales. I think I know the answer, but that's besides the point. Uh Next up, No More Heroes 3 launches on PS4 and PS5, Xbox One, the Series X and S and PC on October 11th. So still a ways out, but it is coming. It's weird. This this didn't seem like a giant event. I feel like I saw this on like just a retweet on Twitter. Bayonetta Bayonetta 3 coming out for the Switch on October 28th, which is weird because I was I was super hyped for this. But like, I didn't see any like massive like Twitter riots of like, holy shit, being a no three. Just fair, whatsoever. It, just, it feels like it feels like somewhere in the office, Camilla was like, you know what? Just, just, just retweet like a video of Bayonetta 3's <laughs> reveal trailer. Just, just, just post it. It's whatever. 
You know what it felt like? It felt like they had some intern at Nintendo like uh, like start to make the tweet and saved it as a giraffe. And yeah. then they fired the inter- intern and they just forgot to post it. Oh my and God, then whoever dude. the new intern intern is was just clearing out the giraffe the giraffe like, oh, i guess we should <laughs> and, and post it and post it yeah because it's it's weird because i didn't i didn't see it on any like blog i didn't see it on youtube i just logged into twitter and it was just and it was just one person went went oh my god bayonetta oh 3 apparently god. comes out and it was like wait what you had to you had to like go look for it and you were like oh my god there's a reveal trailer and a release date you're like what the fuck's going on yep Yep. Kamiya, you you fucked up, man. We never forgot. He was <laughs> Kamiya sat there and he was like, he was like, team, I don't think people are gonna forget Bayonetta three. I think we just gotta we just gotta fucking release it, I guess. I guess. But yeah, Switch, October 28th, just before Halloween. And small addendum, Bayonetta 3 is gonna have what is it like couch mode? That way you don't see naked oh, ladies ooh. when in front of your parents. So, you know, that'd be great. But I want to see the naked ladies. Well, Kyle, you still can. But this is for people that don't want their parents to see it when they walk in the room. Nintendohub.com. <laughs> so <laughs> next up, we have Tactics Ogre Reborn is coming to PS4 and PS5 on November 11th. I'm super interested in this one. I've heard great things about Tactics Ogre, but I've never played it. Uh, and I like Tactics uh, see, I, I hear tactics and I my brain immediately just goes, all right, never mind. <laughs> uh, Hitman 3 has released its first new map since its launch entitled Am- Am- Oh, God. I want to say Ambrose. Oh, yeah, I want to say Ambrosia for some reason, but it's not. It's Ambrose. Ambrose Island. And it's free for anyone who owns the full game. Cool. If you don't own the full game. Sorry. Now. This is an exciting thing for Marvel fans. Uh, EA has announced an open world Black Panther game inspired by the Jedi Fallen Order series. That's really, I believe, all we know. Basically, this is I, I've never been so conflicted by an announcement, <laughs> right? A Black Panther game? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. A, a, inspired by Jedi Fallen Order? Okay. Interesting. OK, uh, that, that was a good, good game. And EA. Published by EA. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> literally, 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 in the order of the announcement, it's it's EA, Black Panther, and then Jedi Fallen Order. Like, by the yeah. end, you've at least you've at least balanced out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll see. It, it's not being developed by Respawn. It's some other team. So we don't know what that I, means, but hopefully... Uh, as a result of their recent uh, tweet, uh, hopefully they just let the developers yeah. make an actual single player game here. And uh, now we'll see now. We'll see what happens. Now, PlayStation fam, I got to let you know. August's PS Plus monthly game lineup, it's it's stacked, man. We got we got some bangers in this one. If you don't own them, there's some bangers. We got, as we mentioned earlier, Yakuza Like a Dragon for PS Plus for August. Hell yeah. We got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one in the one in two games. Hell so yes, hell yeah. And then granted, not the sequel, but an amazing game. Little Nightmares. Honestly, Play that game. Prob- honestly, I think this is probably the the I'm going to dare say this is the best PS plus month of the year so far. <laughs> this one is stacked. This yeah, this is one so good. Literally, this is this is one where like you can't go wrong with any of these games. Um, yeah, the one thing that stinks, though, is that these were all like critically acclaimed gig games, super hype. Uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people already have them. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the correct part is like I already own all three of these games. Thankfully, I only own Little Nightmares. So I get wow. Yakuza like a wow. dragon and Tony Hawk's one and you two remake. Cheater. Man. Yes. But I'm honestly, excited. I feel like this this. This stacked month isn't for those like me who already own these games. It's for people that they're trying to get into PlayStation Plus as a baseline. Like this is a great way to get someone into just essentials. And then it solely leads them into premium because, oh, did you like did Yakuza Like a Dragon get you into essentials? Hell yeah. Well, now if you go to premium, you get all the other Yakuza games. Strategy right there. Let's go. 
<laughs> but that actually wraps us up for our new and notable. It has become old and noted. Hell yeah. Uh, so, Alan, Kyle, what are you excited for this week? I am excited for my new Digimon set to actually release on Friday. I'm actually picking up my first ever case of the set. And I'm actually excited to play, obviously, Digimonster. It's honestly, it's just this Digimon addiction. Digimonster, I got to find time to play my new cards, play test decks, uh, play Digimon Survive, somehow squeeze in Chronicles 3. I don't even know what I'm going to do, man. I, I feel now there's too Now there's too much going on. I feel you. I am halfway through reading a comic book series called Harrow County, uh, which we have covered the first two volumes of on the review show by, 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 by the way great book um i'm halfway through watching season three of umbrella academy uh i nice. have uh, yeah i have live alive to keep playing i had I, god there's just there's so much gotta, stuff that's happening i gotta watch the bull, like, i gotta watch the boys uh, oh my god i where where Kyle, we didn't utilize the video game drought very well. Now, now we're now we're back. Now we're backed up. What, what do we do? We fucked up, man. Well, so here's the, the the good thing for me is I don't really have anything coming out. Um, let me see. Let me look at my list here. Uh, my my list of things. So we got and I got like six games in my wish list on my card on PlayStation. I, oh my god! I, I still need to play as Dusk Falls that already came out uh what's today is today the 27th it is the 27th yes. oh, so then yesterday immortality came out it's another <laughs> like narrative adventure with cloning i don't know what's ha- happening there uh, the next game that i'm interested not until the end of september uh wow. the the diofield chronicles uh i so i want to say there's nothing in august for me but like i'm probably just being dumb and i'm probably forgetting there's probably no, because isn't when does Splatoon three come out? Is that September? I have no idea off the top, oh my top of my head. There's there's something in August that I'm forget. There's something in August that I'm going to want to play that I'm not thinking of. So like, I'm just I'm just September 9th. OK, so so I, I might be safe for August. August might be this. August might be the catch up month where we might have to crank crank some stuff out in August. Yeah, but then get man. Things are stacked in God. like September, October. October. We have I think Marvel's November Midnight too. Suns, A Plague Tale Requiem, Mario Rabbids, Gotham Knights, God of War, Tactics Ogre. Bayonetta 3. Yeah, Bayonetta 3, like we said. Oh my God, dude. So much stuff. Sonic Frontiers at the end of the year. Oh my God, the game of the year. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one either, actually. Anyways, uh, Alan, uh, where can they find uh, you on the internet? You can find me tweeting pictures of my cat snuggling me in bed as I go to bed in the morning at Twitter at Alan Busby. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And of course, if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the wonderful things that we do here at The Whatnots, uh, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. We would appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully you guys have some good old video games to play in the coming weeks. This has been number 126 of Crossplay. We will see you all next time. Bye. Take care.